Recording from the Sunshine City, St. Petersburg, Florida, overlooking beautiful Tampa Bay, this is the Sonography Lounge, sponsored by Gulf Coast Ultrasound Institute. This podcast is dedicated to medical professionals and patients around the world interested in diagnostic and interventional ultrasound. Our podcast will discuss everything ultrasound, from news, trends, career paths, new technology, and industry updates. Hosted by Lori Green and Tricia Rio of Gulf Coast Ultrasound Institute, they bring over four decades of experience in the ultrasound profession and are here to guide you through this journey. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on the Sonography Lounge, where we talk about everything ultrasound. My name is Tricia Rio, and I will be co-hosting today's episode with Lori Green. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is kind of going to be a crossover between career paths in sonography and our point of care and MSK um, specialties. So we would like to go ahead and welcome Blake Randalls, our guest for today. Welcome, Blake. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. This is cool. It is. It's fun. We are overlooking downtown or really the Tampa Bay from our office, and it's a beautiful day, sunny, warm. So I hope you guys are experiencing the same as you're listening to this. So, Blake, let's talk about um, where you started with your career and where you are today. So you started by earning your Bachelor's of Science, correct? That's right. And that was in ultrasound or? Yeah. So um, I went to Southern Illinois University um, for my bachelor's. And at the time, it was kind of one of the only programs in the Midwest that offered a, a full bachelor's in ultrasound. Um, and so my mom, who was a sonographer for oh, over 20 plus years, um, I really thought she was like the smartest woman alive at the time, which she was. <laughs> uh, she did it all. Um, uh, she did general and vascular. Um, she was just um, all around smart, very smart woman. And I was like, you know what? I could uh, go do that, I think. You know, I could go along that path. Um, So, yeah, I went and got my bachelor's in 2004, and it was a mix between uh, radiology in general, and then you specialized. You could have went into CTMR, um, but uh, I chose ultrasound and then kind of did some stuff after that. Didn't like doing those barium enemas, did you? <laughs> no, no. Um, Me you, either. You, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I forged all my barium enema uh, <laughs> signatures that sign off that, that year. Um, but you know what the barium enema bag really was awesome for? Can you take a guess? <laughs> Do we want to guess? I, don't I mean, know. besides enemas. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, tell me that. Uh, uh, um, they made awesome beer bongs at the time. Uh, they came. <laughs> I was an undergrad. I can see that. Yes, yes. It had its own valve. Um, you could yep. fill it up. I mean, how many cc's or oh did it hold? Gosh. Like a couple thousand milliliters of beer it could hold. <laughs> We're gonna have to call him MacGyver from now on. And I never thought about that. And when the I was tubing was long. And <laughs> I mean, I, I had one that was multiple stories tall. Like I connected two <laughs> tubes to it together. Um, so that was a good time. Very so there you it, go. Yeah, it made the, the degree worth it. Yeah. 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 So all of you X-ray technologists out there, yeah. there's your tip there's for the your day. Tip for the day. day. Your hot tip from Gulf Coast. <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right. Let's get you two back on track. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. So then after you finished your program in sonography, you then went Mm -hmm. on to grad school. Yeah. I moved to Iowa um, and went to uh, chiropractic school, um, which was four years. I had to take a couple extra classes, pre-med 
uh, classes before I got in there. So I moved to Iowa and I actually worked as a general sonographer um, in a hospital setting. I did um, OB um, for actually a couple different hospitals for that year when I uh, first started out. Um, one position I only took call, like I didn't have a normal shift. The only shift I had was on call. And I did that almost every night for wow. about a full year. It was crazy. Yeah. This is why you're going to chiropractic school? Well, this is uh, while I was attending, I was taking some courses uh, through the school. I, I was I like organic chemistry. Oh, I got you. Which mm -hmm. weren't requiring my bachelor's. So mm -hmm. then I had to take some, and then some physics um, that I had to have as prereqs before I got into school. Um, and, but I was by myself. I, you know, was single. Everything I owned at that time fit in the back of my Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and that included a futon. Oh my <laughs> that was gosh. your bed slash couch. That was my bed. I, but <laughs> yeah. it wasn't really slash couch because it was just the pad. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You didn't even have the frame. No, no frame. That wouldn't have fit. Well, did you at least get the T-shirt that says, I survived organic chem? Because, <laughs> no, I mean, you I definitely should get a T-shirt. I took the, that same class. Oh, my God. What a what – a, I don't think that is required in a lot of things anymore. Uh, I think they're kind of yeah. doing away with it yeah, unless it's so. specific. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I couldn't it's tell you. It's a weeder class. It's I could not tell you, you anything yeah. from that for sure. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Except for the little models were fun to play with. Yeah, that's that true. I did it. like the models. Yeah. 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 So what 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 uh, helped you to make that decision to move from ultrasound and then go to chiropractor school? Well, it looked really good on paper. Um, like as far as the time, what what they don't really tell you is that. So in my undergrad, you, well, you take usually about 15 credits a semester, which is about 30 a year, roughly for undergrad, 120 total uh, for a BS. Um, my first year of DC school, I took 97 credits in one year. And they, and they don't they don't tell you they don't tell you that I mean what? they do you don't really understand it though so you're in class almost forty plus hours a year and with night labs um, oh with so it's like a full time labs. job it was more than a full time job I you couldn't really work um, and you do that for about two and a half years of ninety plus it was just nuts I mean you do that for a while. Um, so that was pretty demanding. I don't, most people probably don't realize the amount of credits that you're taking for that, for that yeah. type of program, yeah. but they jam it in, right. in about, um, close to four years. It's like 3.45 or 3.75 years. Um, if you don't take any breaks or anything. Yeah. 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 I know a couple mm -hmm. schools have moved to the six year format, probably for that reason. Probably. I think they combined it. So like with, with like PT, whatever. Uh, PT or DC kind of type programs, they're starting to combine like a six year with a BS where you kind of do it all in one gotcha. thing. But I don't know anymore. But oh. yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty intense. That's well, you were in a unique position because you already had your, you know, you were already a sonographer. And yes. you could take that skill set with you in whatever path that you determined to go, and you just happened to go DC first. Yeah, for right? sure. So when I got out, muscles when I was in undergrad and did ultrasound in school and in uh when i was working that little time there the musculoskeletal wasn't even mentioned you know yeah. the the word msk was not even yeah. brought up at that time mm -hmm. um and so when i had finished um my grad school program 
it was, I was just starting to get like a little whispers here and there. And when I went into practice, um, as an associate and stuff, it was starting to get brought up and I immediately found someone looking for an MSK sonographer. <clears throat> um, and it was such a easy transition. I mean, mm-hmm. because of the anatomy background that I had at, from grad school and the skills that it takes to be a sonographer to combine those, it was such an easy transition. Um, I just fell in love with it. And where I wasn't so in love with general sonography, not that it's not awesome, but it just wasn't my thing, mm-hmm. where I found MSK ultrasound uh, really made me love ultrasound again to where I was doing it as my profession. So uh, it was an awesome transition for me to yeah. really fall into almost, you know. That's so cool. Yeah, so it worked out very well. And I love where it's taken me. I love that I got to meet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the, my coolest experiences so far is to be involved with you guys. And um, I've loved every minute of it, to be honest. So, awesome. yeah. Oh, we love working with you. Yes, oh, we thanks. do. You're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun. Like Mandos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you start incorporating ultrasound into your clinical practice as a chiropractor? So I went from private practice um, where I was just an associate, and that's kind of like an early intern is kind of the wording we use. Um, And then after that kind of year, I went into an integrated practice where we had physical medicine, uh, therapists, uh, DCs, DOs, MDs. Um, so I integrated pretty seamlessly with that practice where I was pro- providing the diagnostic musculoskeletal stuff or, you know, um, the exams and then incorporating all the interventionals. So it just kind of worked. And so within the chiropractic side of things, uh, we have chiropractic radiologists, um, which is just another uh, fellowship after the DC school, same as medical radiologists. Um, and, uh, it's kind of like, I kind of acted as, as that, as far as performing the scans and reading the images. So I was kind of doing everything. So it was a really unique niche. And so it worked well in an integrated practice for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps your life uh, interesting, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Not the same thing every day. Yeah, no. And being able to really utilize all of your skill set and yeah, in that clinical practice, that's pretty cool. It was very cool, Uh, and still is. I'm still with the same practice, so it's worked out well. Yeah, and it brings so much to the patient care just to have that whole body look. You know, instead of focusing on symptoms, you're focusing on the systemic. You know, just the way it works together, and then. Oh, how yeah. to overcome injuries and oh yeah for sure for someone to come in and have a complaint of like knee pain there's no there's no more waiting around necessarily right. um if they're there i can take a look i can say okay you have multiple effusions uh if you have a meniscus problem do you have a tendon problem and we can treat and diagnose at the same time yeah. which is huge on that same day sometimes you don't have to go send out to have the imaging done and read, right. wait for the person to come back, multiple visits. It just makes it w- way more efficient in our type of practice, that is. 
So our listeners include not only sonographers, but physicians and mm -hmm. PAs, nurse practitioners, all sorts of healthcare providers, but also patients. So I can guarantee you there's a few people out there after just listening to that whole thing who are like, what? I want to go to a place like that. So how do they <laughs> yeah. find your practice? Where are you guys located? We are located in Southern Illinois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nowhere near Tampa and nowhere <laughs> near this weather. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we have uh, four locations uh, in Southern Illinois and some on the Missouri side. Uh, so we're in the Metro East area of St. Louis. Um, we have, let's see, five different locations, uh, around that area. Wow. So, yeah. What's the name of your practice? It's called Associated Physicians Group. Okay. Mm -hmm. Associated there you Physicians go. If you're in group. Southern well, Illinois, yeah. look yeah. We're very lucky to have a, <laughs> a practice available to you that oh, it has, yeah. it's so comprehensive. And, and it's not just a benefit for, from the physician's standpoint or uh, the healthcare provider standpoint, but the patient for sure. I mean, not having to go oh, they have the MRIs or whatever and have your ultrasound and have someone that knows how to integrate ultrasound so that into the physical exam and utilize that also in the treatment. Because a lot of people don't realize what ultrasound, using ultrasound yeah. guidance allows them to do, yes. you know, from yeah. from a diagnostic and an interventional perspective. Yes. How do you, when you kind when, of talk about that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, when you're able to combine the diagnostic with the interventional, you're going to get the most accurate injection or treatment that exists. Um, there's no guesswork. Um, and the chance for something, an adverse or uh, conflict with the injection, almost goes out the window. Um, it's the most safe and the most precise, uh, type of treatment that you can receive. Um, it doesn't get much better as far as those types of interventions, if you're doing those interventions and not only for, and if it's not as a successful type of treatment, uh, we can eliminate the, the question of, well, was I actually in the location where I thought I was doing it? Do we need to repeat that? Because, I'm not exactly sure if I did the injection right. That goes out the window as well. So if it didn't work the first time, we we move on. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a way more efficient process uh, with I, with basically functional medicine or physical medicine in, right. in our type of practice. So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're an RMSK, so you obviously sat for the... Yeah, MSK exam, which I did, yeah. we have several people right now. We have one a Facebook group for anybody who has oh. purchased a registry review product and cool. they're preparing for their exam. Mm -hmm. So you were actually one of the first people to take the MSK exam. Yeah, I correct? might have been the actual first person. <laughs> I took the uh, very first slot on the very first day uh, when it was given. Um, so there were a few of us that actually teach here that did the same, That's like right. that at least took it the same day, but I know I took it the first slot that was available. I'm sure it was available in other locations at that time, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's I'm cool. sure I finished first. I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I handed it in first. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, it goes without saying that the test has changed quite a bit. Since oh, I could the, imagine. You took yeah, it. Yeah. But do you have any tips or Words of advice for people preparing for an exam of that caliber? Let, let me think. Um, man, that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, I remember compartments, uh, extensor compartments of the wrist was, there was a ton of those questions on there. What tendons were in which compartment? That one sticks out a lot for me. Do they offer 
images on the test now. Yeah. Yeah. Where you have to identify certain structures. Oh, it's like you have to yes. drag and drop little mm-hmm. asterisks on okay. things. They'll say label the XYZ and okay. you have to drag and drop your star. All right. I'm, I'm kind of glad that they do that. Mm-hmm. I wish they required you to actually scan, but that, that's cool too. That, yeah, that, they don't chisel yeah. with stone and <laughs> yeah, that whole thing anymore. I know, I know, like, <laughs> you don't have to use a Scantron. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, yeah, oh, it has changed yourself. quite a bit. Yeah, and, I, I, and, you know, then, they, of course, they from from the very first time they did the offer the RMSK, They've split that for the sonographer yeah. and, mm-hmm. and the... Which uh, is probably harder for the sonographer test, to be honest. It, it, it probably is. is. I yeah. think it probably is because, um, well, it's still the same thing, a specialty sure. and the physics, if you haven't taken your yeah, physics. Totally. And, or if it's been over a certain period of time. But, they, yeah. but you know what? On the RMSK exam, there is uh, 26% of that exam now is physics. Wow. Yeah. So they really uh, increased that percentage rate. That uh, did yeah. change. On the MSK portion or the RMSK portion? The RMSK, the RMSK for physicians for is physicians. up they, to 26% yeah. content is physics. physics. Yeah. Okay. And I've had feedback from people who have taken it recently. They said zero physics, like didn't ask me about anisotropy, didn't ask me about any of this stuff. To other people who said, I feel like my exam was like 30% physics and really, really heavy yeah. in physics. Interesting. But I'm sure there's, there may be things on there too that maybe they don't realize it's Physics, like mm-hmm. artifacts. That's true. Um, and the, which the board is counting mm-hmm. as physics. Shadowing, They're counting that as physics. Yeah. So you have okay. to be really familiar with that. And, yeah. um, you know, of course, the sonographers now don't have very much intervention yeah. where the first exam, you know, okay. whether you're a sonographer or a physician or yeah. other healthcare provider. Yeah, it's more their role in it's intervention. their role in assisting with intervention would be oh, okay, versus how do you perform an ultrasound okay. guided. Yeah procedure it's, so it's a little there's a little okay. bit of differences there but but um yeah i mean it's it definitely is always going to be changing from the mm-hmm. first time but mm-hmm. yeah it's it's nice that you are a pioneer <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they, what, i think you said the first 100 who took the exam yeah i think that's how the classification mm-hmm. but i did receive a pioneer status from awesome. the ardms at the time it switched to the apca yeah. right exactly. yeah. yeah yeah so mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm designated under now. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that, that test was all over the place. Yeah. Because uh, I remember they were pulling from, like, podiatry, radiology, um, just every all kind of specialty, specialty that was, like, maybe handling mm-hmm. MSK and, like, just making a a stew of random nonsense, you know, like, <laughs> as far as, like what, they, the, what the most obscure stuff that they could come up with, but... Yeah, yeah. Right. I think they got it probably dialed in a little uh, yeah, better I right now, so. you know. But yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you know, your your um, career path is so interesting because there's so many people that have been that that our sonographers started out as mm-hmm. you know X-ray technologists, as I did, and um, you know other people in nuclear medicine or whatever. But yeah. somehow you find your way into ultrasound and how that you know transitions into utilizing that in a different role. And now you're even moving on, right? Yes, I am. So tell us about your newest venture (laughs) that you're almost finished with, which is going to be an amazing um, utilization still of your ultrasound skills into this. So so yeah, I'm I'm all about efficiency. And uh, so far with what I've developed over the years, I felt um, if I could, so if I could just be a little more independent with the services I'm providing. So I decided to go get my NP 
Uh, so that's in the process of what I'm doing now. So uh, more interventionals I'll be able to perform by myself uh, in a more independent route um, along. And I, I don't plan on really changing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to be more efficient towards for the patients and the patient's care um, and and getting this maybe extra uh, credential under my belt will help with that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it's inspiring because, you know, mm-hmm. we just had a um, – we recently did a podcast where we were talking about cross training and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are intimidated by the idea of learning a new specialty or modality, but here you are, you're just crossing across from sonographer to chiropractor to nurse practitioner. But I think that you, I just don't know what I want to be when I, well, uh, maybe, yeah. but I think that, and you know, you work full time, you have children, you're married, mm-hmm. like you're, mm-hmm. you teach yeah. here with us. So your life is busy yet. You find a way to fit it in. So, you know, that's yeah. just a testament to if you want something, you just yeah. Go after it. You just got to so. go for it. Yeah. I, I waited too long. I mean, I waited a long time, and then I, you got to a point where, you're like, okay, you know what? I this is something I want to do, and um, and uh, just decided to go for it. Go for it. Well, yep. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and that's pretty much what you have to do, right? You mm-hmm. know, and then you can always find every excuse in the world not to, yeah. not to take that step to the mm-hmm. uh, to what you really want to accomplish. But nobody, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? You got to do it yourself, right? Totally, yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that, you know. But you know what? I I got to say, I would never be able to go back to ultrasound school after that with how intense that was mm-hmm. and the amount of clinical hours required. Yeah. You have to be full. I mean, you have to be just doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's very hard to that you'd be able to do that while working. Yeah. You know, right. it, it's just a, a very clinically intensive process. Um so I agree with that. I, totally. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to be uh, focused and committed to that, that career path. Oh, and for then, sure. You know, decide, you know, that's, you want to stick with that and go that route or you want to mm-hmm. make yourself a little more marketable and add on cross train into some other areas or move on to oh, like it, you did to a different. It, no matter what, the ultrasound is the base of everything that I'll probably do from here on out from the fe- from when I first started. Um, yeah. It just makes you a better healthcare provider all around if you're proficient in diagnostic ultrasound. It's just an awesome modality, um, and it takes a lot of dedication and hard work and uh, independent study for the craft for sure. Yes. And uh-huh. it's and it, it, as much as it is uh, a like component, it's also an art, mm-hmm. um, and that art only comes with time. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so um, I'm very proud to say that I come from an ultrasound world, um, and I'll always defend it. You know, yeah, same. <laughs> I, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I defend it a little too uh, viciously. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's okay. We need people like you. I tend to like attack. uh, (laughs) Well, there's so many, Mm -hmm. so many benefits to using ultrasound and um, to obtain an accurate diagnosis that has no really negative. For sure. You know, it is the best of both worlds. Right. Yeah. And anatomy follows function and function follows anatomy. um, And ultrasound is anatomy. Um, and to, to see it real time in reality, it's almost, you, you kind of forget that you're seeing inside the body Mm -hmm. at the time. It's true. You you take it for granted. Mm -hmm. You take it for granted. 
Um, and it, it is an amazing modality and uh, should be wielded, uh, you know, appropriately. Appropriately. <laughs> it's not just waving the yeah. magic wand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There is truly a skill set, <laughs> it is, yeah. and it takes the right mm -hmm. person to be able to perform and interpret ultrasound. And For sure. Yeah. So, you know, I totally well, I think that's a, it's a really good segue into uh -huh. talking about what you do with us. So you already mentioned you teach with us. So yep. he is part of our faculty for our intro and advanced MSK courses, which mm -hmm. we have every August and January, as well as our blended courses in um, what month are we in May? Yeah, oh, yeah, May. 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 October. Mm -hmm. We're doing our mus uh, musculoskeletal scan only right now. So yep. he's mm -hmm. here with us. He's here. <laughs> and, uh, yep, yeah. He's been teaching all day. Yep. And we pulled him and said, come, we want to interview you. <laughs> While you're here, We Let's love talking to you. Yeah. So for somebody who is a physician, mm -hmm. um, you know, working in a variety of fields that's looking to integrate ultrasound into their clinical practice, mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously the hands-on skills is huge. They have to scan, scan, scan to get yep. it. But what are some things working with the students that you've worked with that you kind of could give as advice or tips or things to think about as you're trying to do that? Um, for like, uh, let's see, you really want to research, uh, your machine choice, try some out for sure. Um, that's, that's dependent, uh, on the success of future, um, you know, take the advice of instructors that go through Gulf coast or wherever, that, um, that, you know, take the recommendation as far as what maybe is not the best or maybe what's a little better. Um, but you are limited by your machine choice and don't be afraid to scan yourself. I remember when I was first in school, um, I would scan myself just to see what it looked like. Um, and because the gel re felt really good and <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, can edit, you can edit that out. <laughs> Uh, but no, it, like you said, it's just scan, scan, scan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and practice, practice, practice. Right. Yes, you know, right. and and that's really what it comes down to. Yep, pretty much. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you get your foundational training, and then you're just going to have to practice. And, yes, and don't and, be afraid to take more than one class. Exactly. You know, don't think you're going to take one class and you're good to go. Don't be afraid to take the intro more than once. Uh, right. Come right. back yeah. and. Go build on the skills that you already got uh, from the first class. And then because things are going to come up um, and mo a lot of our successful providers that have gone and actually practiced musculoskeletal or whatever specialty that you want to do, um, the ones that have returned are the ones that really stick with it. Yeah, um, right. And it's a confidence builder um, and will it just improve your skills. Yeah. Especially being around people that um, can provide you the knowledge that you need to get past certain hurdles. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. your passion and your enthusiasm is just – it just really helps them move past that For position sure. where they're oh, – I don't know. Because it's hard. Everybody knows it's hard to do something you don't know how to do, right? To learn something new. Who wants yeah. to feel that way? Because then all of a sudden you're back to square one. You're like – Yeah, you're out of your I comfort zone. I could have done this injection mm -hmm. so much faster if I wasn't using ultrasound. Yeah. And it's going to be that way at first. Mm -hmm. But then as your skills build and your confidence build, you know, but being around instructors like you, all of our faculty here are so passionate and so enthusiastic and very supportive. You know, mm -hmm. you guys are always encouraging yes. as they're practicing. That's – 
it's a game changer for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, it's been a lot of fun talking with you, Blake. We always enjoy having you here, um, entertaining and passionate <laughs> and brilliant, really. Um, oh. So thank you so much for joining us and for sharing your career path and everything impressive that you've done with ultrasound. Well, thank you guys. This is awesome. I love it. I love it here. I love working with Gulf Coast and uh, it's been a really cool journey. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We have so much enjoyed working with you over the, over the many years that we've worked together. So <laughs> we hope that we continue doing so for many years to come. And, and we thank everybody for joining us here today. And we hope that you stay tuned to the Sonography Lounge for upcoming episodes on Career paths, MSK, other specialty practices, pretty much if it's got something to do with ultrasound, we're talking about we're it. We're talking about so, it. So uh, join us again soon and happy scanning. Right, Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sonography Lounge. Don't forget, if you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram, at Sonography Lounge and Twitter at SonographyLNG. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, feel free to send an email to us at sonographylounge at gmail.com. Have a great week, and scan, scan, scan. <laughs>